Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shirman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now on Masachat Psachim Daf Pei Vav Amud Aleph. This will be a relatively short podcast as we have a little more than an Amud to finish the parak. This is the thirteenth and final Mishnah in this, the seventh parak. Let's say you have two chavurot or eating the Pesach in one house. Something that we mentioned in the previous podcast in the context of of uh, Yitziah. So they turn their faces away from each other and eat. And the uh, grill can be in the middle where they're roasting the uh, Pesach. So there's a servant who's serving both of them. Uh, and he belongs to one Chavura. So when he's serving the other one, he should keep his mouth kind of covered in a way uh, while he's pouring wine or whatever for the other group until he gets to his own chavura. The kala can turn her face away from the rest of the chavura. So the, the whole chavura is really facing each other in a circle, but the kala, meaning a new bride, can turn her face away while eating, and we'll see what the consideration there is. Manitin mani. So who's the author of the Mishra Yehudahi? The Tanya. The houses that it's eaten, that they, they eat it in, teaches it could be eaten in two chavurot within a house. I might think you could eat in two different places, you the individual. It has to be in one house. If the shamash eats one kazait right next to the oven, if he's a smart guy, he fills himself up with that. If the chavura wants to be nice to him, they go and sit next to him, and then he can remain there. Shimon interprets differently. Batim here means two houses, which means you could eat in one house and then eat in another one. I might think you could be in two chavurot. So it's batim. So that means you have to be in one chavura, but they could be multiple houses. So where they disagree? This is a discussion we've had in Sanhedrin and several other places. What is the chief meaning or understanding of the word in the Torah? Is it the way that it's written or the way it's vocalized? means the way that it's written. So it says, But it's written, So yochal. Rabbi Shimon says, which means that the main understanding should be the way that it's vocalized, it shall be eaten. Okay, and so therefore, um, therefore Rabbi Shimon says, <clears throat> that, uh, and we see that Rabbi Shimon holds, uh, in other places, um, and therefore, uh, according to, if we say it's lo yochal, it, the, in, the focus is on the person. And yeachel, the focus is on the Pesach. So now, let's say they're sitting in a group, and suddenly a curtain comes down and divides them. According to the one who says that a Pesach can be eaten by two chavurot, they can continue eating. They become two chavurot. They have to stop. Let's say there was two groups with a mechitzah between them, and then the mechitzah fell down. If you say you can eat in two places, because now you're two places, you're in one place, now you're in another place. So there were Rishim would would have opposite positions depending on the circumstance. So Rav Kahana was sitting, 
Um, and he, and he solved this particular problem. Meaning he presented it as an obvious thing that, the way that we just presented it. If you said that the, uh, that uh, the focus is on Shtechavurot, then, uh, once the curtain, uh, comes down, then you can continue eating. But if it's two different places, uh, that if you say you can't be eaten two Chavurot, you gotta stop eating, and vice versa. In the meantime, why don't you ask the question? Why don't you ask the question whether or not a mechitza suddenly disappearing or suddenly appearing? We've had a lengthy discussion about that sort of issue in Eruvin. Whether that makes it, but this is a different consideration, whether that makes it two separate mechumot or two separate chavurot. It could be that you've got one chavura sitting around, a mechitza falls between them, there's still maybe one chavura. And it could be that the Mechitza leaves them, they're still in the same place. And therefore, he says, Teku, that all these questions should be left as a Teku, and both from Shimon and Biura would be unclear what their position would be. Okay, Akalal Fechad Paneha. So he said, My Tom, she's embarrassed to eat in front of her new husband. He's afraid that he won't like her if he sees the way that she's eating. They said, What's your name? Amalei Ravuna. Amru native Marapuria, sit on the bed to eat. Yativ, Yavale Kosa, they gave him a kos. Kile Bachad Zimna, he took it. Ushati betray Zimni, but he drank it in two gulps. Flohadarape, he didn't turn away. Amrulay, my tamakarit lachravuna, why do they call you Ravuna? Oh, Balhashemani, that's my name. My tamaki Amrulach native Apuria Yatvat, so why did, why did they, when they told you to sit down, did you sit? The Brita in Masachat it says, whatever the Balabai tells you to do, you should do, except for leave. It's a cute line. So why did you take it in one shot? Meaning, you, that they expected him to sort of refuse it and politely say, no, that's alright, until they pushed it on him. He took it the first time. His answer was that you could say that to somebody who's a minor, but a minor meaning a, a, a lower person. But you guys are great guys. You said to me that I should take it. I took it. My time you started betraying Why did you drink it in two gulps? We have this in Eruvin. If you drink your entire cup in one shot, it's like a overly a gluttonous person. It's two. That's proper. In three, that's a little bit fastidious. My time Why didn't you turn away when you drank? Because that's what a kala does. Not kala. It's not. We have the Mishnah. He came to his house. He took the cup right away and he drank it in one gulp. Don't you hold from that paraita that says if you drink your whole drink in one shot, it's like you're gluttonous? He said, that's not the case when it's a small cup, and the, your wine is very sweet wine, and I happen to be very hungry, or very thirsty. In other words, it depends on the circumstance. That can come in um, uh, together as three, but... Um, and this is not an issue of Pesach, this is just talking about a group eating, but they can even leave one at a time. That's only when you come in at the appropriate time, um, 
all right, that uh, you don't have uh, one guy uh, sitting there a long time eating extra time, and also they shouldn't hurry in. They should do it in the proper way. Proper way. And they also have to tell told the shamash that they're coming in or that they're going to be leaving so that he shouldn't have to serve individuals. He should be able to coordinate it. Um, and then the other point is, everybody has to pay the shamash for his service. The guy who stays there later has to pay more. We don't rule that way. They have to divide the amount that they give the Shamash equally. We will begin our study of the eighth parak, parak Ha'isha. The next two prakim, Ha'isha and Misha Haya, which is about Pesach Sheni, are both relatively short prakim. And then we will get, of course, to the magnificent uh, tenth final parak, Arve Pesachim. In the meantime, everybody should have a wonderful day.